Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSez. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome to the show. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Tuesday, July 5th. And over the weekend, over the July 4th weekend, we had more than our fair share of shootings across this country. The worst is not the mass shooting. No, 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 no. The worst happened... The worst happened in Chicago over the weekend with 15 dead. But they're not going to talk about that. What they're going to talk about is they're going to talk about the mass shooter. They're going to talk about this idiot that uh, got bullied, didn't fit into society. That's who they're going to talk about. That's who they're going to focus on. Not the 15 in Chicago that are dead. No, the six at the parade that are dead. The 15 in Chicago, they don't matter. Why? Well, because they already live under the strictest gun rules on the planet in Chicago. That's right. The place that has some of the strictest gun rules on the planet had 15 shootings last weekend. Over the 4th of July weekend. You, when I say that, uh, that's wrong. That's wrong. That is wrong. I, 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 I didn't say that right. They had 15 deaths. 60-some people shot. 15 deaths. But the focus is going to be on the six that got shot in the mass shooting because, well, that's what we want to get rid of. We want to get rid of those. We want to get rid of all of them. And the problem is that no matter how many laws you pass, which we just thought, we just realized this, right? We just saw it happen. How many laws did Congress just pass? And they pat themselves on the back in Washington, D.C. about, look what we just did, folks. We just passed all of these laws. We're going to do all of these things. It still happened. Because laws do not stop anybody from committing a crime. Laws are punitive. Laws only work to keep those who don't want to ever face those penalties. They're a group of people that are willing to never commit a crime because they're afraid of the penalty. They don't want to have the penalty. There are another group of people that don't give two shits about the penalty. They're going to do the crime because... It allows them to get what they want at the time they want it. They don't have to work for it. They can just take it. Or they've got something that they, a grudge that they want to, to, uh, to resolve with somebody else. And so they go kill them. Laws don't stop that from happening. They just don't. How do I know? Go out on the goddamn highway. Get in that left lane. And you see how fast you have to get going to keep pace with everybody else in that left lane on the highway. Why? Because they're all breaking the law, every single one of them. As soon as you go one mile over the speed limit, you have broken the law. And there's a penalty that goes along with that. Now, there's a comedian right now that says the only people that are in the left lane are people who have ticket money. That may be true. But they're willing to pay the consequence. They're willing to pay the price. If you're willing to pay the price, then there's nothing that's going to stop you from doing what you're going to do. Now, we gave you, I gave you three different scenarios of the people that will obey the law and not obey the law, right? You've got the people who are afraid of the penalties, will not do it. You've got the people who are not afraid of the penalties. They're going to do whatever they want to do. So you've got the people who won't do anything because they're afraid of the penalty. You've got people who won't do it because it's the law. They don't care about the penalty. They just know that they're not supposed to do it. They wouldn't do it regardless because it's against the law. But you've got some people that won't do it because of the penalty. They would do it if they could get away with it. They won't do it because of the penalty. So you've got to really push them to break the law. 
You get the second person, the second person who will never break the law because it's the law. Regardless of what happens, they're not going to break it. It's the law. They won't do it. You've got the third person. The third person doesn't give two shits about the law. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. You know one. You probably got one in your family or, or, or neighbor or so on. You know who I'm talking about. They don't give two shits. They're going to do whatever they're going to do. And if they have to end up in jail for the weekend and be there for six months, well, they're with their friends. They know everybody there. It's a culture. It's a, it's a, it's a whole different uh, group of people. If you've ever been to jail, you'll realize it very quickly. Those people in jail know each other. They've been there together before. Or they know friends of friends. It's a very, tight, it's a very tight-knit community. And if you're the new one coming in from the outside, yeah, you're fresh meat. Trust me. Learned my lesson a long time ago. I got in legal troubles when I was a kid a long time ago. And as, an, and as an adult, have I gotten all of that stuff resolved? But what I realized was, is that um, if you're willing to do the crime, you got to be willing to do the time. And I wasn't willing to do the time. So I decided, you know what? It's probably best not to be on that side. And it's amazing what you see from this side when you're looking at that side. And you can realize how easy it was for me to get to that side and how hard it is to stay on this side. When I say by what I mean by hard is is that to, to to not be a criminal, you 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 have to stop thinking like a criminal. And if you've got a criminal's mind, that's hard. It really is. It took me a long time to stop thinking that way, until I realized I could turn that into good. Because here's here, here's why I hit Democrats so hard, and here's why I hit rhinos so hard. The Democrat ideology and the rhino ideology is the same exact thing. There's no different. They can justify anything. They can justify doing whatever they want to get whatever they want or do whatever they want or have whatever they want. They can justify anything to get there. Most people can't do that. Most people can't justify taking someone else's freedoms so that they're able to do something. That's what Karens do. Karens are willing to take your freedoms so that they can get their way. The problem is, is that you can, never truly, you can never truly satisfy a Karen's needs to be in control. They've always got to take it one step further or farther. I think it's farther. Is it further? I don't remember. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's these laws that they've passed, these Karen's laws, that they keep thinking is going to solve this problem, and it won't. Because of the three people, the, 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 the one that we haven't talked about yet, the fourth person, the fourth person in our society with laws, is the one who doesn't even know the laws exist or care about them. They are on a different realm. They are emotionally disturbed. They are mentally disturbed, whatever you want to call it. They don't even know that there are laws that exist. They don't care. They're out of their minds. And that's where the mass shooters are coming from. It's not coming from the other three groups. It's not coming from the other three types of people in laws. The majority of mass shooters are not like the situation that happened at the uh, the party where the uh, the guy was told to uh, to settle down or leave, and he went and got his AR-15, and he came back home, or he came back to the party, and he started to shoot it up, and a lady there had a concealed carry permit. She had her gun on her, and she killed him. She defended herself and killed him. That is the outlier. That dude was a criminal. He just got pissed off. He's the one who didn't care about the penalties. 
But those are rare in these mass shooting situations. Generally, typically, it's somebody who's emotionally, mentally disturbed, who's been bullied. You know the criteria. You know the the MO. You know what I'm talking about. It's the same guy. When you see the guy's picture up there, it's always the same kind of pencil-necked geek or geeky kid that you know how they got treated in school. They're different. And so they get shunned by society. And they get put, that should be a, as soon as you see a guy that looks like this, you should probably automatically think, yeah, I can imagine that kid gets bullied. And he's probably a danger. And we got to keep an eye on him. Now, that's how the government thinks. That's how, that's how Karens think, that they want to be Gladys Kravitz's and they want to keep an eye on him. Well, in our country, that's illegal to do. But when somebody starts writing in their songs and their music that they want a bullet in their head or they want to kill people or they're, the theme of all of their, their videos that they're producing is something in a school with school shootings, with guns in schools, the, the, the symbology there is very, very clear of what this kid had in mind. He was angry. He had no way of showcasing it. He had no way of getting it out. And I, I believe that all of this really started... I'm old enough to remember the very first mass shooting in this country that was, that was really news. Now, there's been tons of mass shootings. People think that this is a new thing. Mass shootings have been going on since the formation of this country, believe it or not. You know, there's been several of them. All the way back, a school shooting in the 1800s, believe it or not. Yeah. I mean, when you know your history, it, it empowers you to make better decisions. Because what you realize is, is that no matter how many laws we pass— these four groups of people are the ones that we have to look at it as to why it's not working. It works. Laws work on the people who obey the laws. Laws work on the people who are afraid of the penalties of the law. Laws do not work against criminals who refuse to obey the law and are going to do whatever they want to get whatever they want. And the mentally ill, emotionally unstable, they don't care either. And that's where the problem is. So the two groups that don't care about the penalties and don't care about the laws are the ones committing the crimes. The only way to change that is to empower the other two groups to be able to, to, to protect themselves and defend themselves. That's the only way that we get back to sensibility in the gun laws. Is that when the citizens are no longer afraid of the weapon that they carry that weapon. That's why I carry. I have a concealed carry permit. I carry wherever I go. It's not because I want to kill somebody. It's that in the event that this happens, I can defend myself. In the event that I'm not one of the first initial victims, I can stop it. You can stop it. That's what it's there for. And the law is on our side. The Constitution... Supreme Court have now fully agreed. It is your right. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got asshats like uh, New York Governor's Holkel, who thinks that she's going to take your freedoms, even after the Supreme Court says you have no authority to do so. This is a human right. Carrying a gun to defend yourself is a human right. It's not for them to take away. It's not for you to second guess. It's mine. Given to me by, by my creator, by the universe, whatever you believe in. But Hokel doesn't care. Hokel's a Karen. And she's going to do what she's going to do regardless. Regardless of the law, regardless of your rights, she doesn't care.
And when asked to prove why she's doing what she's doing, this new push that she's doing to restrict your rights in the state of New York, that as unconstitutional is going to be stricken down within days of becoming law, she doesn't care. That's a Karen for you. And she's not going to back down. Here's what's scary. Hochul is saying, I know the rules to the game, the rules that we're all supposed to abide by. I don't like those rules. So fuck your rights. Here she is saying it live. By the way, she doesn't actually say that. I'm paraphrasing. Here's Hochul. Do you have the numbers to show that it's the concealed carry permit holders that are committing crimes? Now, great question here. Great question here. Is it the people you're trying to punish who are committing the crimes? The answer is no. We all know that, right? It's not NRA members. It's not concealed carry permit holders because you have to go through that process. It's people who get the guns illegally or don't go through the entire process. The people she's trying to harm, Hochul is trying to harm, the people whose rights she's trying to, to, um, to restrict aren't the ones committing these crimes. This is a great question. This is what journalism right here is all about. She continues. Because the lawful gun owner will say that you're attacking the wrong person. It's really people that are getting these guns illegally that are causing the violence, not the... Now, that's common sense. You hear that? That's common sense. What she's saying is common sense. I know it sounds weird because we're not used to hearing it from the media. She continues. People going and getting the permit legally, and that's the basis for the whole Supreme Court argument. Do you have the number? And by the way, it's not the basis of the Supreme Court argument. It's the basis of your rights. It's not just an argument. It's your right. You have a right to defend yourself in any way, shape, or form you feel necessary. And by the way, to those idiots who say, well, it doesn't say the Constitution didn't mean you could have a nuclear weapon. Yes, it does. You have the right to arm yourself and protect yourself as a human with anything on the planet you can get your hands on to defend yourself with. You can't use it as an offensive weapon. No, that's murder. That's homicide. But you can use it as a defensive weapon. You see the difference? A weapon can be used in two different ways. Offensively, to actively kill. Defensively, to defend one's life by killing the aggressor. That's how simple it is. That's the way that I think about things. Lowest common denominator. I don't get caught up in the emotions. I don't get caught up in all this other hoopla and bullshit that everybody else tries to get in part of. There's bump stocks and ARs versus semi-automatics. You know what I'm saying? I own an AR. I've got a semi-automatic rifle. Never intend to use it ever against another human being, ever. But if I need it, it's there. Just like a spare tire. How many of you have a spare tire you've never used? How many of you had cars? How many of you have had cars that in the duration of the period that you owned that car, the tire that you had as your spare tire dry rotted because you didn't use it? I've done that. Had a car for eight years. Didn't use a spare tire. Not one time. Didn't even get it out. Never saw sunshine. But it was always there. By the way, that little lesson is a life lesson as well, because just like your tire, your guns, you have to take care of. You have to make sure that when you're ready to fire that weapon, when, you re- when you're ready to pull it out and utilize it because you need it, that it's in good operating uh, uh, order. You have to do that. People know that. It's the same thing with that tire, right? If you don't take care of it, you're going to open up. And when you need it most, it's going to be dry rotted. 
That's a lesson that I learned. Now, luckily, I didn't need the tire. I was selling the car, and we found out the tire was dry rotted. Um, my point is this. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. I don't care what you, what you have in your life. That rule has always applied for me. I would rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And that's what Hochul is trying to do with this law. She continues. Here's her excuse. Listen to what she says. Is when asked for proof as to why she's doing what she's doing, listen to the care and response she gives. She says she doesn't have to supply numbers. She doesn't have to supply proof. She's going to go back to a law from 1908. Isn't it amazing how they say that we can't go back to 1776 because that's too far back. But we'll go back to 1908 to restrict rights? We're in trouble, people. Here's Hochul. I don't need to have numbers. I don't need, I don't have to have a data point to point to to say that this is going to matter. All I know is I have a responsibility to the people of this state. You do. To protect and defend their rights. And the Constitution has clearly spoken. The Second Amendment, the right to carry and bear arms, is a constitutional right. You have no authority to do anything. How do I know? Four words shall not be infringed. Four words shall not be infringed. Four words shall not be infringed. That's what separates us from every other serf, slave, or victim of crime on the planet. Those four words shall not be infringed. That's what the Karens are taking away from you. Your right to defend yourself, not the right to use that weapon as an offensive weapon. That's what the criminal wants to use it for. Your right is to utilize it to protect you and your family. They don't have a right to use that gun offensively. They don't have the right to use it offensively. Everyone in this country that can own a gun legally has the right to use it defensively. Every single one. That's what they're trying to take away from you. Your right to defend yourself. They're wanting, what, they're, what they're saying is because they use the guns wrong, you lose the, rock, the right to use your gun right. They did it wrong. You lose the right to do it right. That's what they're telling you. She continues. To have sensible gun safety law. There are no sensible gun safety laws. Stop using that word. Adding sensible in front of gun safety laws is an infringement. I don't care what you say. They use these words in front. They, they utilize words, sensible gun laws. What's a sensible gun law? What sensible gun law has worked so far? We've got over 20,000 laws on the books across this country talking about the ownership and management of guns in our country. They've gotten into every nook and cranny of guns. They've made laws about everything. The new one, where you can store it, how you can store it, how you must store it didn't say anything about the people who actually pull the trigger. They keep focusing on the gun. Sensible gun laws. And this one was I'm going to say it one more time. Gun laws do not stop gun violence. How many times do we have to say this? Laws do not stop the crime. They only tell you what the penalties are going to be. That's all they do. Just go to the highway. Again, how many people speed? How many people are actually doing 55 in a 55 zone on the highway? 
Go to L.A. Go to a large city. Indianapolis is a great city. If you get onto 465 around Indianapolis, you better be ready to go 80 miles an hour in a 55-mile zone. That's the going speed on 465 in Indianapolis, which is fine by me, by the way. I'm good with that. I'm an adult. I'm willing to risk, take my life to get where I need to go faster. I'm willing to go faster. That's my, that's my, <laughs> that's the way I look at things. All these speed laws, they're all arbitrary. Look at Germany, the Audubon. They don't have speed laws there. Some places in the desert in the U.S., they don't have speed laws because it doesn't make any sense. Again, speed laws are all about safety. That's what the Karens utilize. Oh, you'll be safe if we do this. If we do this, you'll be safe. But Hochul, she doesn't care about your safety. She wants your freedom. She wants your rights because she fears a free nation. She fears a free nation. She fears a free people. All politicians honestly should. They should. If they actually feared us and didn't try to take our rights, and not so much fear, but respect, more respect than fear, honestly, we wouldn't have these issues. Not devised by the Hochul administration. It comes out of an administration from 1908. We didn't. This isn't coming from us, folks. It's not coming from my administration. We went back in a time machine. We got in a wayback machine, and we went back to 1908. Now, I want to remind you, think about this. Who was in control in the U.S. in 1908 of these gun laws? In 1908, what group, what three-letter group, not the CIA, not the FBI, it was the, we'll call it the perfect, the perfect acronym alliteration. Alliteration is when you have, you know, same letters or consonants back to back to back. Back-to-back-to-back is an alliteration. Great example. Back-to-back-to-back. This little three-letter group was called the KKK. They were in charge of the laws in our country from region to region, state to state, because they were trying to limit the rights of blacks and being able to own guns. So when she speaks about going back to 1908, let's go back and let's look at who wrote those laws, what organization these men belong to, and why they were trying to restrict gun rights in 1908. Go back and look it up. You'll see what I'm talking about. I don't need a data point to make the case that I have a responsibility to protect the... I don't need a data point. I have a responsibility. You do, to protect my rights. And it says in the Constitution, my second right is that I have the right to carry arms. My first right is what I'm exercising right now. Miss Hochul people of this state. Somebody who's going to go do a mass shooting or something like that may not go get a concealed carry permit. I never said there's any correlation. Yep. I'm going to replay this because this is important for you to hear. She says, I didn't say there was any correlation from what I'm about to do, the law I'm about to pass. It has no correlation. It will not affect what happened today. It doesn't matter. She's saying that what she knows what she's going to do will have no impact on the thing that they're trying to address. But she's going to do it anyway. I never said there's any correlation between our solution here and the Buffalo case. Okay, so you're offering a solution for a problem that does not exist. You're offering a solution for a problem that does not exist. That's personal preference. That's you just being you. You being the Karen. Should be Karen Hochul. That's what her name should be. 
Governor continues. In fact, I signed a package of 10 laws following Buffalo. Okay, let's look at it. They've, they've passed 10 more laws since Buffalo. That was just a few weeks ago. 10 more laws. Now, I know that this newest shooting didn't happen in New York State. But Pennsylvania has the same type of laws on their books. Why didn't it stop it? Why didn't it stop the 60 people being 60 plus people being shot in the weekend uh, over the weekend in Chicago? Why are there 15 dead in Chicago? We've got laws that should stop this stuff. Right? Isn't that the logic that they're using? We have laws in the books. These things should be shot. We, these things should be stopped. We, we shouldn't have these shootings anymore. We've got laws in the books. You know why? We need more laws. That's what we need. We need more laws. We don't have enough laws. We haven't done something right in the laws. And so let me, let me break this down for you. It reminds me of an old joke of the guy at the laundromat who has the change machine. And he comes in at the end of the month and he counts all the money. And somebody says, well, how did you do? He goes, God damn it, I broke even again. I don't know how this is happening. I got to get more machines. Yeah, if I get more machines, then I'm going to start making a profit. That's the way gun laws are. They think if they pass more, if they get more, that that'll, that'll solve the problem. It doesn't. It just restricts more and more rights. The people who are going to get their hands on a gun are, are, are no different than somebody who, let's say, let's say, oh, I don't know, before guns were invented, do you think that they were having this conversation about sabers or swords or, or knives? They did. Go back and look. You couldn't carry knives on you. You couldn't carry a sword. Only those who were the elite had those. Only those who um, were, were rich had that. You couldn't have a sword. If you were poor, you had a stick. You didn't have access to metal. It was so expensive. What do you think is going on here, folks? The, the powerful have always done the exact same thing. That's why the Constitution was so fucking different. It looked at it not from a group of, let's see how we can manage these people. It was a bottom-up approach. It gave the people the power, as opposed to one person having power over multiple. That's what Hokel thinks she is. She thinks that she's a lord or a baron or, or some ruler. She's below the king, but she's going to do what she's going to do. And she's going to release her sheriff of Nottingham to go out into the forest and, and, and chase down those men and women who are exercising their rights. And she'll make them criminals. That's what this does. You exercising your right makes you a criminal. Governor Idiot continues. Hochul's gun laws passed after the Topps grocery store shooting in Buffalo raised the age at which a New Yorker can purchase a firearm to 21. Unconstitutional. What she's just said to every 18 to 21 year old who abides by the law is that you lose your rights because that pencil neck geek right there has emotional problems and he took your rights. And I'm going to help him because I don't want you having those rights in the first place. My, my ideology says you don't have that right. And I'm going to do everything within my power to stop you from exercising it. That's exactly what's going on here. There are questions about whether restricting public spaces under the new bills infringe on Second Amendment rights. What if they can't practice self-defense because of the restrictions? My point, let me, let me give you, you like statistics. You like numbers? Oh, now she's got numbers. No, I've got those numbers. Yeah, I've got data points to prove my point. I'm going to show you. It doesn't matter. I don't care how many fucking data points you have. You don't have the right to tell me there are places on this on this earth, that this United States of America, that there are places that I can't go and, and defend myself. That's what you're trying to tell me. That you're going to defend me? 
Doesn't seem like it's working so far. We keep seeing the same things happen over and over again. We're being told the police will protect you. That's not their job. They're an investigative body. The police have no responsibility to step in or defend you or, or protect your life. They don't. Constitutional law. The only person that has a direct responsibility to you and your family is you. That's it. Only you. But now, Ms. Hochul is going to give us all the numbers that we need to prove her point. She couldn't give them to prove why she's doing what she's doing, but she can give them for this issue. Listen closely. I said at the outset, five people per 100,000 have died from gun violence in the state of New York. The gun- mm-hmm. Not at the hands of legal gun owners. Criminals. Not at the hands of law-abiding citizens. The mentally disturbed. The two people that we keep saying don't care what the law is are the ones committing the crimes, not the people who are doing things legally. Law-abiding citizens. Law-abiding citizens have been lulled into believing that guns are so dangerous that if you carry it on your hip, at some point it will just come off and shoot someone, go back into your holster, and then you're going to be in trouble. That's what they believe. That's what the left believes. The left believes that the gun is capable of doing things on its own. Now, that's hyperbole. You know that, right? Me saying that is that that's my belief. That's how I think they think. Do I think that they honestly think that? I'm sure that there are some that think that, that if, if the, gun, the gun can take on a personality of its own, hop out of your holster, or hop out of wherever you're holding that gun, fire, go back into your holster, and then you'll be held responsible. I'm sure that there's somebody out there that thinks that that's a distinct possibility. And those are the people in charge of your rights. That's how they think. That's what they think. And if you don't realize that they're taking your rights one at a time, one at a time, and you don't get that in your head, that they're not going to stop until all of your rights are gone because they want to be in control and they do not want you coming after them. They're going to continue to pass law after law after law after law after law until they get what they want, which is you owning no guns. They don't want you to be able to defend yourself because then they can go on the offense the American people, the only thing right now that keeping this 2030 agenda and the WEF and the, and the World Economic Forum and the, the WHO, the World Health Organization, we're the only ones that are stopping them from their plans for world domination. Our rights to bear arms, our rights to speak freely, our rights to go about our day, our, our day without the government jumping into our business, those are our rights and everything that she's about to say is in the attempt to strip you of those rights. And the states that have more liberal laws, you know, carry guns everywhere you want on the theory of self-protection, their average is about 28.6%. More people are dying in those. Nope, that's not true. That is not true. She just fucking lied straight to your face. She made that shit up. Illinois. Let's look at Illinois' numbers versus Indiana's numbers. Indiana has very loose gun laws. Illinois doesn't. Where are the crimes happening? And let's be more specific. They're not happening in the countryside of, of Illinois. And the violence that we have in Indiana is not happening in the countryside of Indiana. It's happening in the blue cities of Indiana. It's happening in the blue cities of Illinois. It's happening in the blue cities of every state in this country. These issues, we don't have these problems in red cities. We just don't. Why? 
because legal gun owners, law-abiding citizens, do not commit these crimes. I have yet to ever pull my gun out. I have never brandished my weapon once. Never in public. Ever. Not one time. Why? Well, because I'm a law-abiding citizen. Hochul continues. Dates. Governor Hochul's office sent us numbers to back up her statement. Her office says firearm deaths in New York were lower than in Mississippi, which has looser gun restrictions. Gun groups say the Supreme Court ruling won't make... Did you hear that? Gun violence is, is less in New York than it is in Mississippi. Yeah, we got to look into that. Uh, that one I don't know about, but I call bullshit up front. Okay, that wraps it up for us today. I just wanted to get on here and tell you, uh, go, go over what we've been talking about, uh, and Kramer says for, for months, over two years now, is that um, laws do not stop people from doing anything. Calling for more laws on the books to stop people from exercising a right is not, the pro- not, is not the solution to the problem. We've got two groups of people, criminals and the mentally unstable. Criminals, they have a past. They've got a rap sheet. We can see that they can't own a firearm. They're never going to get their firearm legally. They'll get theirs illegally, and they don't care how they get it. That's the first thing. Second thing, the mentally unstable. Now, listen, I don't want to restrict anyone's rights. But I think that if you've had mental issues or mental stability issues or you've had to have help in the past, I think that there's a distinct possibility that we may have to say, you know what, because of your background, because of what you've gone through, because of your uh, unstable mental uh, state, what we need to be able to do is, is you in particular, we're, you have the same rights, but you've got to jump through a hoop for us. It's not based on skin color. It's not based on um, wealth. It's not based on poverty. It's not based on anything other than your, your mental stability issues. And once we get that result, then we'll see where we go from there. It's like talking to a child. And that's with the way that we have to, if we don't look at it this way and say, listen, yes, yes, there are some people that we've got to keep an eye on, but it's not everybody. And if school teachers and school systems don't get their, their head wrapped around the fact that they've got to start They've got to start looking at these issues of these kids. They know who their problem kids are. They know who the kids are who have problems are. This 22-year-old that just committed this crime in Pennsylvania, um, they knew who he was. Listen to the music that he, that he created. You could tell it. He wanted a bullet in the brain. He wanted to commit suicide. Didn't feel in. Didn't feel like he fit in. One of his songs, he talks about, he says, would you please love me because I can't love myself. That's a cry for help, people. He just wanted to fit in. He wanted a girlfriend. He wanted to be like everybody else. He couldn't fit in. And when he couldn't, he took out his rage on the people who didn't allow him to fit in. Now, was he one of those people that was was strange? And you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a two-sided coin. There may be a reason why he wasn't allowed to fit in. That's a two-way street. But more laws will not stop this from happening until we start addressing the true issue of the two groups of people who commit these crimes, which are criminals and the mentally unstable, the mentally ill. That's who does it. Laws will not stop them from doing what they're doing. You know it and I know it. It's time that our politicians learn that and that we stop looking to politicians to create laws. The more laws they pass, I'm going to say this one more time and I'll wrap the show up today. Laws only take away rights 
from those who abide by the law. Laws do not affect those who do not follow the law or have no idea what the law is. Mentally deranged. Those who don't get it don't follow the law. They're going to do whatever their brain tells them to do. Laws do not stop crime. Laws only spell out the penalties if you get caught. Think about that. And with that, the show is done. My name is Kramer. It's the Kramer Says Podcast. If you want information about what we're doing, you can hit us up at syndication at kramersays.com. That is S-Y-N-D-I-C-A-T-I-O-N at kramersays, C-R-A-M-E-R-S-E-Z.com. Kramersays.com. You can find everything else that's going on. We're doing big things there. It's uh, starting to take off. So we're pretty excited about what we've got coming up. Not pretty excited, extremely excited. We're uh, building out a new facility in Indianapolis. So big things to come. Again, hit us up at kramersays.com. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. My name is Kramer, and I will see you again tomorrow. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSez.com.